Just five weeks ago, we celebrate the great solemnity of Easter, Jesus rising from the dead. We continue in the Easter season. This coming Thursday, the church will celebrate the ascension of Jesus. Here in the Diocese of Bismarck, the, the feast has been transferred to Sunday. So this coming Sunday, we here will celebrate Jesus' ascension into heaven. Two weeks from today, we're going to celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles but a, a feast that was celebrated by the Jews as well, the Feast of the Harvest coming in. I'll speak more about that in two weeks. At every Mass that we celebrate, we celebrate the Passion of Christ, His death, His resurrection, ascension. And then at the end of Mass, we're, we're given the commandment to go. It's a little glimpse of Pentecost, we're told, go forth, the Mass is ended. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. We're called to go out and then bring to outside those doors what we have experienced in here, namely the, the life of God coming into us. The life that that is in heaven, but is already made present to us under sacramental form in the, in the body and blood of Christ. Heaven. Heaven. El Cielo. The place where God is. The place that... The place that we hope to go. The goal of this life... We all have different goals. Some of us have a, a goal just to make it through the day. Others, we're, we're glad we accomplished the goal of waking up this morning. We have the goal of graduating from high school. The goal of getting a house, our own house. Some of us have the goal of retirement already. We save up money to retire but none of those goals matter unless we have the goal of getting to heaven. Getting to that place where we're with God for all eternity. What does heaven look like? What does heaven look like? We see a glimpse of it in our, in our second reading from the last book of the Bible. John, St. John had this, this image of heaven. He wasn't able to, to use the exact words of what he experienced, but the closest thing he could find, he, he wrote down, and he said, this is what heaven looks like. We just hear a small portion of it in the reading today. This portion, John writes, The angel took me in spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. Keep in mind that the city of Jerusalem for the Jews, it's the place where God dwells. God dwells there in the temple. And the people want to get close to Jerusalem because that's where God dwells. It's where life comes from. The people, wherever they lived, whether they lived 60 miles, 80, 90 miles away, 100 miles away, they were commanded at least three times a year to travel to Jerusalem on the Feast of Passover, which is now our, our Easter 
on the Feast of Pentecost, and then a feast in the fall of the year, the Feast of Booths, they were commanded to come and to worship God. Because it was He, it was He who dwelt in the temple, the creator of heaven and earth, who, who made the harvest, who created the ground that the harvest was, was coming from. It was He who protected one from one's enemies. And then one day God becomes one of us. God becomes a human being. He comes to earth and He gives to us the Mass. The Mass which makes present God in our midst. We don't have to travel to Jerusalem. We just got to travel to Kildare, North Dakota, down the street or up the street to the place where God dwells. We gather this morning because we love Him. We gather as Catholic Christians that regardless where, where we are in the world, we come to Mass to worship, to give thanks to God for what He does in our lives, and to also beg Him for, for His blessing. I don't want to put David and Carolina on the spot. My, one of my God sons is here today. He married a gal from Mexico. She and her mother are here. Grew up in Mexico, but they're in Kildare, North Dakota today, attending the same Mass that they would be down there. They're Catholic. We gather together because we want God. We gather because we want Him in our life. We see glimpses of heaven here. This is how John explains what heaven looks like. He says, The holy city gleamed with the splendor of God. It gleamed with the splendor of God. It wasn't God, but it gleamed. God's life shone through the people, the holy city. Its radiance was like that of a precious stone, like jasper, clear as crystal. It had a massive high wall. And it talks about the angels gathered around. And then it closes with this. John says, I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. The city had no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gave it light, and its lamp was the Lamb. When a couple gets married, it's very common that the groom will, will buy a ring for his wife. And many times on that ring are precious jewels, particularly the diamond. If you've ever have taken a magnifying glass and looked at a diamond, seen all the, the, beautiful, the beautiful reflections of light, how it shines through. And that, in the place that follows, it talks even more about what heaven looks like, how... The floor of this beautiful city was 
gold and yet clear as crystal. The church, the holy city of Jerusalem, the word church literally means the, the assembly of people, the assembly of believers. At some point we began to call the physical building the church. The church, the place where we gather. But if you call to mind some of the churches that you've been into, particularly those of you who have, have traveled Europe or even places of, of Mexico, even here in our own diocese, some of the churches one sees. I think of Strasbourg as one example, but there's others as well. You come into the church and it's like you're walking into heaven. Even here, as we come on in, the smell is different. You smell incense. You smell fragrances which are not common in our daily lives. You look around, you see statues, images of the saints. Mary, St. Joseph, it's very common that there are angels you know, within the sanctuary. Reminding us of where we're going, but also reminding us that God dwells in our midst. When I came to Kildare last fall, or last July, within a short time someone made the comment to me that, about getting stained glass windows for our church. Since then, there have been others who have come forward. You might be asking, are we going to get stained glass windows for this church? And the answer is yes. I've been brainstorming on what they're going to look like. There are long windows, so we're going to have two windows per window here. On this side, there are seven windows, so we're going to put the seven sacraments, likely on the top side. We're going to have a stained glass window of, of St. Joseph, likely maybe more than one, but particularly the one of his, his happy death in the presence of Jesus and Mary. And then we're going to have a stained glass window of St. Gaspar del Buffalo. You're probably wondering, who is that guy? Who is St. Gaspar? He was an Italian priest, and he established an order called the Precious Blood Priests. It was the Precious Blood Priests that established this church. Without St. Gaspar, this church would not exist. Without the Precious Blood Priests, who have been here for many, many years, it wouldn't be here. I'm thinking also of putting a stained glass window of St. Benedict, with Father Jerry well being here for so length of time. Being a Benedictine, I think St. Benedict is quite appropriate. I've also thought of St. John Vianney, who's the patron saint of priests. And last night after, after Mass, someone said to me, you've got to put a stained glass window in there of your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Raising ten children, I think so. <laughs> she, of course, wouldn't want it. The others, I don't know. So I'm going to ask you to, to brainstorm if there's favorite saints that are here in the community. Uh, let me know and we'll decide what the others will be. But making the church look like a little heaven. So when we come to from our stressful week, from our blessing, our blissful week, we come to Mass and we, we thank God for His goodness. We gather around the throne the Lamb slain for us.
the lamb that wants to feed us. The lamb that wants us to be in the holy city of Jerusalem when we pass from this world.